Well, hello, and welcome to the Strategic Insights Podcast, brought to you by Strategic Enhancement Group. I am Tim Deitch, Senior Performance Consultant, and today I'm joined by Susan Hall, Vice President, Business Development and Performance Improvement. Hey, Susan. Hey, Tim. Good to be here. Great. Great. You know, uh, let's get to it. Um, the, the, you know, the sales world is full of axioms about listening, right? You know, and probably the most common one we've heard is, you know, we were born with two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we speak, right? You know, yet in the world of sales, right, this is much easier said than done. And, and so, Susan, why do you think it can be so hard to just listen more than talk? You know, I think there's probably a few reasons for that, but I know my experience with a lot of salespeople is that they think that selling is telling, and they need to tell their customers all of the great things about their product rather than listening and really questioning to find out what's value to them. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Selling is telling. Yeah, I love that. And and yet... You know, we spend in our work, we spend a significant time helping sales teams on effective discovery, right? The, the right. questions, you know, how to, you know, what lanes to ask open-ended questions so they're talking more than you. And we, we, we work on actual listening skills, right? And what we find is that the salesperson and the team gobble up these skills. They love new questions. Sure. And, and, you know, and, and they sometimes they see them as like a new angle on something as opposed to just a pure capacity to know more about their uh, their customer or their prospects needs. And so despite knowing these skills, right, we often stop the salesperson often stops discovering right when the information is flowing out of the customer and prospect. Right. So for these moments, I, I use the mantra, stay curious. And so, it, so a simple definition, the need to stay curious surfaces when a customer has shared something that you know, as a salesperson, you know, you can address that thing they shared, mm -hmm. you can fix it, or you have a solution for this thing they just shared. And the salesperson, that's that moment, right? The salesperson often impulsively starts telling them what we can do to help. You know, they begin positioning. So, so in that context, then, Susan, why stay curious? Well, I, I think for a number of reasons. First of all, you know, if you're a true consultative salesperson, you, you, you want to be curious because you want to understand what the real problem is uh, so that you can hopefully go about beginning to help the client solve that. And, and also, I, I think that in terms of building trust, I mean, we all want to feel like we're being listened to, like we're being heard, right? Yeah. So, so in terms of building trust, I think that that's really important to, you know, you know, it's 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 not so much a technique, but just really authentically try to, you know, the old Covey seek to listen to understand. Yes, yeah, and and it isn't interesting. Sometimes a salesperson will fool themselves. They'll say. Um, I'm going to build trust by telling them that I have the solution they need, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to what we're saying here, which is, well, you know, you're going to build a better bed of trust by listening, by drawing out and having a greater understanding of what their needs are. Does that make, that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So skills. So let's look at, so skills to stay curious. And this is especially hard for 
uh, for salespeople that are that are that use a lot of words. They're just wordy. They talk a lot. Here's a few. One is make notes. Right. The action of actually writing things down, you stifle your verbal response by having a discipline of writing their whatever they've shared with you, writing it down and repeating their statement back to them to ensure you have it right. It slows down the cadence and Mm -hmm. it gives you a chance. It puts brakes on what might be a natural tendency for you. Right. You know, another is to arm yourself with stay curious follow-up questions, right? right. Where you, again, you stifle telling them something by following up with a question. So I have a few, like uh, the, 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 the most obvious and poignant stay curious question is why? Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? Why is this a priority, this thing you just told me? Why is that feature essentially necessary for you? Even if you think you know the answer behind the why, asking them keeps them in, in, in the flow, keeps them talking. You know, or a couple others where you say, well, that's interesting to me what you just said. Can you tell me more about that? Right. I love or, that. Right. Or I've written that down. What else should I know? As opposed to I've written that down. Now I'm going to tell you what we can do about it. Do you, Susan, do you, do you have other stay yeah, curious? Well, those, those are all great questions. All great yeah. questions, Tim. You know, one of my favorites is at the very end of the meeting to just ask that, that catch-all question. You know, is there anything yeah. else that you think would be important for me to know that we haven't discussed yet today? And 90% of the time, you know, your client will sit back and they might even say no. And then, and then they'll proceed to tell you something really, really important. Yes. Yeah. I I was uh, a, a, a really amazing salesperson once told me that, um, you know, the catch all question, that one at the end that says, have we missed anything, can surface as much as 30 percent more discovery wow. than you had before then. Because yeah, yeah. they're now they now want to that client, that prospect now wants to help you understand the whole situation. And they think through things that maybe they didn't even, you know, that aren't their top of mind. So, so you know, the, you know, another one that I bring is to to is as a skill for staying curious is to declare in advance that you intend to share a way you can help. And and what I mean by that is that. When somebody shares something that is really a live one for you, it's a gold nugget. You're like, all right, well, you know, there's one and I know we can meet that need or I know we can sell to that need. Um, You simply use the technique of saying, "Ooh, that's interesting. And I may be able to help you with that. But I don't want to say anything until you've shared all that's on your mind or all the Mm -hmm. interests and concerns. So you're you're then you you sort of let a little energy out. You say, Mm -hmm. oh, that's that I can help you with that. But keep going first. Mm -hmm. And and, and again, it helps the customer think through, you know, all that matters, you know, without you interrupting their thought. Yeah. Yeah. And keeping the momentum going. Yes. And the momentum being. Vo- their voice, mm-hmm. their thought, right? Yeah. So, so there it is, right? Staying curious for for many salespeople is a conscious act. It needs to be. It's a skill that you need to hone. You know. And th- here's how I look at it. You know, always remember that we rarely talk our way into long term trusted relationships. You know, we mm-hmm. listen our way into them. 
So by planning to stay curious, you get a chance to build the most trusted relationship and and to be able to provide what may be the highest value solution for both them and for you. So stay curious. You'll be glad you did. And more importantly, your customer would be glad you did. And Susan, thanks so much for joining me. Always a pleasure, Tim. And everybody, thanks for joining us today. And if you have any additional questions or thoughts, please visit us at strategicenhancement.com.